Hey, welcome to the Kink That's Fuck podcast. We're your hosts, Mika, Frankie, Kyra, Alex, and Crystal, here to sort of detangle the kinks. Wait, like combing? No, we're not combing out our hair. We're deconditioning. Unlearning the ideas that were imposed on us by others. Sharing our stories as black and brown women navigating the kinks of life from personal growth healing and friendship even the things too kinky to talk about in the office we're kinked as fuck what up kinksters what what we are here today to introduce the new topic of this week girl if you don't stop doing overcompensating word <laughs> topic of the week we are talking about this is not Jason's lyric. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody get her a stress ball so she can like hit that instead of snapping <laughs> and shit. Pretty privilege. Pretty <laughs> hurts. Uh-uh. Bitch, I don't know the words. What? The fact that you us. were really going in, eyes closed, <laughs> head tilted. I sound better than Mario. She put the she put the fingertip to her ear. <laughs> is this thing on? <laughs> I don't so pretty privilege what the fuck is pretty, pretty privilege. privilege everybody got pretty privilege and uh it's it's uh something that we would like to introduce to you guys i'm pretty sure you're aware or not aware whatever it is we gonna make you aware because i know i use it listen you <laughs> i am ashamed and not also ashamed are you talking about her eyes you're going okay so let's share let's share the story right yeah, let's share the story the story is that Frankie and I were out one night. Uh, we were running late to some function that was ticketed. And we were looking for parking. I think we were at the AAC, American Airlines Center. Not sure. I don't remember what the function was either. Mm. Maybe it was a Mark Anthony concert. I don't know. So we're running late. And I'm like, bitch, we late. And she's like, <laughs> and she don't do that because I know what you're thinking. I know exactly what you're thinking. What is she so thinking? So just go ahead and say it. What? What you say, thinking? Why you bust out laughing like that? Because it's it's the, like they're running late, and to say "bitch, we late," like <laughs> it's, it's the obvious. It's, that moment. <laughs> it's too late now. Like, what are we gonna do? Yes, it's one time. It's, it's too late now. But wait, she goes, "Man, we're gonna get in. We light skin." Fuck boy, Frankie. I was like, "Bitch, what? You can't say that." But it was just us two in the car. But it's true did y'all get in we got it we got in but if you had a ticket i don't understand why wouldn't they let you in if you have a ticket because we were late and it was past the grace period the, the doors would close oh, yeah okay. you, you gotta make it like, at a certain make time it make sense thanks <laughs> <laughs> so she was appalled especially with her being a leader of diverse and inclusion as well as myself <laughs> racial equity isn't yeah racial equity. yes yes a whole word um but it was true i mean Listen, we look good. We look tasty. <laughs> Men are going to say yes. And oh, it's okay it. to wield that power. Unfortunately, my dad doesn't think I know how to use that power. But guess what, Poppy? I do. Okay. Sorry, sorry. That's another conversation. So, you know, that this it's true. It's true that you're aware and we are aware when we, a lot of times, some of us are aware. Um, I don't want to say being light-skinned is a power. I don't think that's yes, what you Yes, it mean. is. It's called light-skinned privilege. Okay, it's, yeah, a that's true. it's a thing. It's a Light thing. skin privilege is a thing. It's a it, thing. It's definitely a thing. I was thing. taught that at a very early age. You know how they say, oh, dark skin men are in or dark skin 
And I remember my aunt telling me, she was like, you're light skin, you're always going to be in. And I was like, huh? Because I have a complex where I, don't, I get offended when someone calls me light skinned because it takes me further away from blackness. Mm. Because I'm not seen as black because I am lighter skin with, with a finer texture of hair. Now I have locks, so I think that was me over, overcompensating. Um, we all overcompensate for something. So, like, I, you know, when someone calls me light skin, you know, I'd be like, I'm brown, I'm dark. And they were like, no, ma'am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I don't realize I have that privilege, but I also want to be far away from that because I consider it, you know, mm-hmm. it's like. And, and also, go ahead. No, no, no. <laughs> I think that um, I think that's how that's how I perceived it right before you said it is. A, you know it is a power mm-hmm. right because because colorism because when you're not like if you are who you are um until it's brought to your attention you don't realize mm-hmm. that you have that advantage privilege or power or gift or whatever you want to call it right until it's brought to your attention or you experience seeing somebody um treated different than you for that reason or you suspect this for that reason um sometimes let's be real we always know like we we understand the microaggressions, we sense them, we know when they're coming out. Um, but yeah, pretty is definitely a privilege. Um, it's not always something that you are aware of, and it doesn't always mean that because you're light skin, you're pretty. That's yeah. not what we're saying on this episode. No, there's some chocolate girls. Woo. Yes, and so yeah, so I think. My pet. What were you gonna no, say? No, I love chocolate. chocolate chocolate, dark chocolate special dark like growing up you want to hear a funny story because people are like oh you know you hear dark skinned girls saying oh i want to be light skinned i want to be dark because they were beautiful right that chocolate yo that asked me too like living in florida i stayed tanning like i was that corny co-worker like oh i'm almost as dark as you (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i've said that i've said that because i wanted to be but meanwhile i'm the girl when they say that they are my color (laughs) Being light skinned, your your body really never matches. Like your legs don't match your arms. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm light skinned and I have black body hair. Mm. And it's thick. Well, black body hair is not a monolith because my body hair. Well, I don't know if I want to share that. You you got it's some red hair straight. Down there? It's straight, and I'll see others that are kinky. Huh? Yeah, mine is super straight. I want to see like- Asian like. Let's go to Spot Castle. You can pull your pants down when we're done. <laughs> no, doesn't sound like we're talking about all no body hair. It clearly sounds like we're talking about I'm curious because again, like she said, like with black women, it's curly. But pulling it back from just skin, because here's the thing: beauty is in the eye of the beholder. That is the truth. Pretty is interchangeable. It doesn't have to be skin. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be hair. It could be eyes. It could be anything. It depends on who's in the position of power to grant you access to whatever it is you need mm-hmm. and whether what their definition is pretty. What that is true. The majority, unfortunately, uh, we get conditioned by culture. You're Kim you're K. Eccentric. Kim K is a standard for some reason. Ooh. And the more you look more like that, the more access you get to different the things. The fake bodies. Yeah. yeah. I will say, I think that, um, so for people that don't know on the podcast, um, me and Crystal are black, black. Um, regular and then, black. We're regular. <laughs> regular black. I don't have a flag. That's true. You have a flag. Man, I don't even have a flag. That's true. I, I do. I have Jamaican flags. I don't yeah, have a Dominican flag. flag. I mean, no, hold on. No, you don't get it. Okay, so like, 
I was just explaining that okay. me, me and Crystal are like American black mm. and um, everybody else. Well, Alex is Honduran and then uh, Mika and Frankie are black with the, with the salsa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they're, they're Afro-Latino. So this, so this is a great set. Yes. So the conversation. I like that black with salsa. <laughs> you so, you I'm going to ask. I never heard of Afro Latina until like my late twenties. I'm like, yeah. when did they call? Well, it? Yeah, they kind of it kind of became a trendy thing recently. And it's I'm not. Just, and in a way, I I it, I felt that we became segregated even more. You think mm. so? Yeah, but, because there was always colorism existing, mm-hmm. and then now to put, I mean, I I look at y'all and say Latina. I mean. But that's funny. I look but that's at not my experience. Black. Yeah, and, and that's not your. And, that's not your experience. Yeah, I see black women. In so then, then, then that's when it, it got educated. Like it's they kind of categorize. They well, I don't know if they did, like categorized it for for your. It was based on experience, mm-hmm. but not you know to segregate our culture. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, no, Latina is Latina. Yeah, <laughs> and, well, that's, and that's being a black person. That's also how I felt mm-hmm. because I didn't understand the concept of Afro Latina and what that actually meant. Mm-hmm. I thought that meant that one of your parents was black, but like American black, and, and they don't want to. Latino <laughs> in my case, you had a Latino. well, yeah, in your case, that's what it is. But uh, shout out to Juliet. Um, she's Colombian, mm-hmm. um, and a person that I met when I lived in Waco, and she is Afro Latina through and through. Mm-hmm. Like she's darker than me, and for the longest time, I didn't realize. Oh no, both of her parents are from Colombia mm-hmm. and they're black because yeah. mm-hmm. well her father's black and I was mm-hmm. just like no but which one of your parents is like American black mm-hmm. and she's like no we're no. all from Colombia yeah. yeah. and I had to then think about like the African diaspora di- diaspora yeah because yeah. sometimes I be want to say this diaspora I be saying diaspora <laughs> yeah. 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 like, and I'm like oh yeah we did get dropped off yeah. in different uh, same shit. <laughs> and and I, I explained that same to my shit, students because yeah. they were like he, he raised his hand like I think it was on this baby's brain he was like miss thomas is it true i'm african-american i'm like baby i don't know you I, I don't know are you and he goes well you know i'm real i'm, I'm morena i don't i'm moreno and he was like i said huh let me give you a lesson real quick i pulled that map up i said okay well what you're taught in school is that the little the little you know not the bus it the was boat like, the <laughs> boat thank you <laughs> the boat went here but no the boat went here 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 and i just start drawing arrows everywhere yeah. to south america and i said could you be it would the term wouldn't be african-american the term would just be african possibly but that would be you finding your ancestry, you know? It was so funny. We had a little boy. He got transferred into the school. Um, and me and one of the other black teachers saw him. And we were like, oh, we got a new uh, ESL. Like, because we have ESL and bilingual classes. Uh, we got a new uh, ESL student. And that's where the normal black kids and Asians and all of them go. Um, and so we walked up on him. We were like, hey, who are you? Baby spoke not a piece of English. Mm-hmm. Straight Spanish. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing but Spanish. And he was in a bilingual class. And we were like... Sorry. Take him out. No, coming to Texas was a big culture shock because I was born and raised in Florida. So I know you can be black, but that doesn't mean you don't speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. Right. So when in I Texas, came to Texas, you like up to I, black people speaking Spanish? I went I went up to black people talking Spanish and they're like, No ma'am. Not here. <laughs> yeah. Not here. Yeah. And, um, okay. Very different. They, yeah. They couldn't I was like, yes, I, they're like, I'm black. I'm like, okay. yeah, okay, I see that. Pero te estoy hablando. They're <laughs> like, no ma'am. So that, that was a big culture shock here when I moved yeah. here. I want to circle back to what you said. That was very important. 
because when the Afro Latino or Afro Latina X movement started, um, it was it caused a lot of confusion and people felt like it's more division. It's sort of like the all white, all lives matter versus black lives matter. And it's division, it's division. But the thing is, it's awareness of our experience so mm-hmm. we can rectify the wrongs. Yeah. there's It's systematic, it's in our education, and it's in everything, and that's why we have to call it out. Because it is a different lifestyle and a, a walk of life. Um, we have this conversation, I, you, know, you know, I'm walking. Who's we? You and I. And yeah. <laughs> we call each other at midnight. I'm in Orlando, actually. And I'm loving it, you know? I feel back home like I'm in New York. But identity, we have diff- varying different identities. How you just said Afro-Latina, mm-hmm. the actual definition of Afro-Latina is that you, you have, your ancestry has to come from a black South America. So I shared this with her, but we have, it may not be the case mm-hmm. because you identify as Afro-Latina, but the black side is your father. Yeah, but I mean, think about it. Black Latinos don't only exist in Central America. Right. Puerto Rican. We have we have South America. Yes. We have Central America. Yep. North America. Because mm. the diaspora hit all the Americas. Yes. And everything in between. Yes. And so it it that that sounds like that definition was thought was basically saying to Afro Latinidad that Afro Latinidad is a monolith. And it is not. Mm, right. It's layered. So the way that I identify as an Afro-Latina is because, yes, my father is Afro-American, African-American, American, black, whatever you want to call him. He's a black man. My mom is Puerto Rican. Together, I am both Afro and Latina. And the only way for that to make sense to people, because a lot of times when you're talking about identity, you have to talk about identity from the perspective from you know you you have your identity it's important for you to i know how you identify how you mm-hmm. self identify and how you present in the world and it's important for you to know how you present in the world because the world is going to give you a fucking experience that whether you are ready or not you're going to have to swallow mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what happened with me was being very light skinned moving here to Texas and being raised with my hispanic family primarily when i came to Texas i was with my black side that's cool but when i came to Texas it was like Y'all don't know anything about the Confederacy. So for me, it was also a shock. It was also a culture shock because I'm from the East Coast, the Bronx. We ain't talking about a motherfucking Confederate flag. And let's be real. Everybody in New York, mostly everybody in New York looks like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If yeah. they're not Dominican, they Puerto Rican and Dominican. If they're not Puerto Rican and Dominican, they Puerto Rican and black. Black and Dominican. Cuban. Like, yeah. And so everybody looks trigueño. Weak, weak complexion. You know what I'm saying? I say everybody. That sounds fucked up. A lot of people most of the people where I live. So I, I never felt out of place. And I always very much felt like a Latina until people had to say my name who were Hispanic and did not know how to pronounce my name. And I'm like, how the fuck can you not say ta mi ca? We literally use those syllables in Spanish. They can say tampico. <laughs> they can sure. say tampico. Wait, wait. How, how do they mess up your name in Spanish? Cause Girl, so there, the, the best, the, uh, you know, there's so many ways, but the best one is my friend's father who I, I hold him, you know, dearly. I, you know, I have mad love for your dad, bro. But he never stopped calling me Jamaica. What? Bitch. <laughs> and it was a joke because at that, at, when I was younger, it was funny. But now, if that was to happen now, I'd correct somebody. Like, no, my name is Tamika, and in Spanish is pronounced this way. Like, it's important to get How your name. How do you name. pronounce it in Spanish? 
aceita mica. Yeah, okay. So, um, but sure also, no, that's it. But also, like, people, a lot of times when people speak Spanish to me, they want to call me Tami. Mm. I don't like being called Tammy, but I don't mind if somebody in Spanish just calls me Tami once in a while. I don't mind. Right. Yes, Tami. Um, so I've had mm. different nicknames, but, but yeah, the, the identity thing was important for me because when you look at paperwork, um, you're, it tell, it's like, are you black, non-Hispanic? Are you white? non-Hispanic. But you can't be black, Hispanic. I never yeah. thought that. Yeah, and so I'm like, nah, I hated that bro, shit. like, I hate it. And who are you looking for? Because if, if, if I fill <laughs> out this paper, <laughs> if I fill out this paper and I say black, non-Hispanic, when they come in the room, whoever it is that's looking for me, they're not going to think I'm black, non-Hispanic. Yeah. Because I have curly hair yeah. and I'm hella light-skinned. And I always hear it all the time that you can always tell that I'm not fully this. Or really? that. Yeah. Oh. So I'm not fully Hispanic. I'm not fully black. Like you always you always hear it from people, like you always know. So my friend who's black so can say the same thing. She's never good enough for the Mexican side. She's never black enough for the black side. I wanna uh reference a resource that everybody can check out. She's a colleague, an old friend, uh Dash Harris. Um, if you go on her Instagram, she is Diaspora Dash and she has a Negro docuseries about the Afro Latina dad experience dope ass series on youtube definitely check it out um but speaking to that we got into definition of identity Mm -hmm. because i was honest with her and i felt like sometimes i felt ashamed uh less than that she's fluent in spanish and i lost Mm -hmm. the language at four but my growing up experience is 100 percent hispanic as fuck but I can't speak the language. And when she can get in the room, she can go. When she ordered her tacos yeah. today, she was like, da 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 And I'm like, <laughs> see. And, and so it, it, it feels, that's, the, that's another pretty privilege right there. Like if we were in the room, she has preference over me with the Hispanic community. And then I feel like. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, stereotypically, she's built like a black woman, right? I'm not. I don't feel. I know that we all look different. We all have different body sizes, different body body shapes, and stuff like that. But in a room full of black men, my sister right here shine. You know what I'm saying? She got the she got the hips. She got the ass. You know, she got it all. So it Thank doesn't you. matter. Yeah, that doesn't. <laughs> but also, yeah, that it matters because that's you. But I'm saying that doesn't matter. Just like me knowing all like me knowing Spanish and you not being fluent doesn't matter at the end of the day like you still are you still identify as a Latina Afro Latina Mm -hmm. you could do either one if you want to you don't even have to say Afro Latina if you don't want to and that is a privilege Mm -hmm. I can switch you can switch if you want to and nobody can take that from you nobody can take that from you because just because you don't know the language yeah but what's funny is the underlying trigger that we feel we don't bring it up because I don't care you're my friend I love you yeah. But when I walk in a room and you speak Spanish, I feel triggered. When you like, walk dang. in a room with black brothers, you feel triggered. And it's like, that's the awareness of the privilege that, I, well, we're trying to hopefully, this is the call out, <laughs> that you guys feel that you heighten your awareness of what that looks like. We did it. I I was just saying, I was like, did you feel triggered when I was talking to your dad? Uh, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, girl. Oh, trust me, I'm used to it. You were talking to Poppy in Spanish? Yeah. No, well, it's not even that. Uh, 
my dad loves talking to my Spanish friends. Yeah. You're not the only one. He's so sweet. Yes. I love your dad. But I it's not poppy like my daddy. <laughs> Yo, don't his wife is still jealous. Don't do that. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh my bad. I forgot. She's, she's triggered by she, me. Yes, she's funny. triggered by you. Um not just <laughs> <funny>. black. <laughs> but no, um, it's not that I felt bad. I I've lost that a long time ago. Yeah. Trust. Um, but it's simply the desire, damn, I wish mm-hmm. I had that. Oh, well, that's a little different than what I was saying. <laughs> but what were you but saying? No, but you can wish you had to ask. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, what, what, what? No. Let I mean, me, you both let me let it. you continue. No. That, just and I a, will tell you. Okay. Uh, go ahead. That continue. was it. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm done. Because I was clear to you. Oh, but I was going to say, uh, um, yes, don't feel bad. But last weekend, Marlon Wayans, we used our pretty privilege. We got <laughs> in the Why back door of a comedy club with, through the security Talk to the house, the house manager, <laughs> and they were not allowing anybody in, especially with they had they they mentioned on the walkie-talkie COVID zones. We got in, and um and we got in the green room and we got escorted and we got all access tags. Bitch, they didn't see us on no list. They didn't even they really didn't have to check our tickets. We could have gotten free. We I wish I did not pay. Um, <laughs> I really do. I know we got, there's no way if I showed up just like this, I, we would have gotten in. I'm sorry. With my two strand twist, we wouldn't have gotten in. Um, I don't know, bro. And then with you, that was a bonus. So I knew I was like, we're, we're straight. And I thought I was so useless in that situation. Wow. I just act like I didn't know English. I was like, oh, aquí soy con Frankie. Wow. <laughs> so, so can, that's a privilege, bitch. How you gonna act like that's not... I just stood behind Frankie. She honestly had it not been for you. She was, you know, obviously the more dominant one in that. That's hilarious. Frankie got a mouthpiece. So that. Yep. yep. So I just. Boy Frankie. I, I know my place due to childhood <laughs> trauma where to stand. But I do my place in that moment, and it was not to continue said, talking. It, <laughs> it was to be Damn. quiet. It was. It to- was to be seen and not, <laughs> not heard. <laughs> Shit. So pretty privileged. You was just being seen. There oh. you go. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't re- that's I a did pretty privilege. That's wielding your power, yo. That's it's that's being seen, not heard. It's smiling and extra. <laughs> no, okay. no i mean i'm sorry it, for those that can't see us everybody just turned to look at me because i have been very quiet in this uh conversation um and i feel like i have been quiet because i feel like this is a conversation being led by mixed women mm. and these mixed women do not I'm have what? the same experience as i have i don't have mm. a flag either no i'm, I'm just saying yeah. but they have been the it's been the majority of the conversation um, and I'm just like, huh, but because these are people that if you, if I'm out with them, they are, everybody in here is more desirable than I think that I am. Like everybody in here is, uh, somebody's first choice. God damn, bitch. <laughs> That's crazy. Cause I think the but same of you. you know what? I, I, I did. Right? You no. have to ask the titties. <laughs> I can't grow my shit anymore. And she twerked. And she twerked. And you island. But I feel like. Those are all things Aren't that your you. Eyes but I feel like those are Aren't your eyes light skin. Light skin eyes. But I feel like. But I also feel like no, those I are all it. things that you don't get from me within first look. 
if we're talking about first look, and I feel like that's what pretty privilege is, it's the first look. Yep. Um, it is you the, know her for the person, and you, not... once you know me for the person, oh yeah, I'm I'm fucking wonderful. <laughs> you feel me? But upon first look, I'm not the first choice. And I felt that way too because like. With Damn. having skinnier friends and me being... Ooh, let's not even talk about size. <laughs> like, size. Bitch, but, like, you know, I'm only, dis- like, desirable because of my titties. And it's, like, after that, I'm, like, I'm 5'10". Let's start there. So I am the size of an average man. I am not seen dainty. I am not seen as feminine, mm. you know, to some men. And so, like, right now, like, my friends are like, you you require too much. Like, I don't, I wouldn't date a man that shorter. And it's not because I'm like, oh, he's short. He's less than a man. I will feel him less than mm-hmm. a woman because mm-hmm. I already feel masculine as a woman who wears a size 11 shoe and is 5'10". Mm. Ooh, this is a conversation. Ooh, okay. I love this conversation. <laughs> For real. Yeah, so like I'm I feel like when I go with my friends, I'm never the first choice. It's it's the skinny one who's who's shorter and petite and lighter voice and all that and it's me who is more assertive. I'm not the first choice. Mm-hmm. With my Ever. friends, I'm never the first choice. You my first choice. Y'all think this, but I'm not. Trust. They ain't talking to me. I'm Trust. talking to you. You get hit on by comedians? I wish. I'm shit, damn. I wish I got hit on by comedians. No. No, you're right. <laughs> I don't want that. Like, I don't do want, want it. That? Don't want it. I don't. Why do you think that you don't get hit on by comedians in the spaces that you've been Frankie occupying gives recently? Frankie a very masculine energy. Thank you. That's was, it. Is. <laughs> let me tell. I, I want to share if she a story. Was going to <laughs> say, let her share. Let her share. <laughs> Just want to share a story. My I last week in my therapy session, I mentioned Frankie, and by how I mentioned her, my therapist asked me, Frankie gives off a masculine energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In my Frankie is not there. Yeah, I only spoke about Frankie. What'd and so you say though? I just felt like I, I guess maybe how I placed her in the situation. Like I talked about her weekend at the comedy show, and I get I can't I can't even put my finger on it how I probably described you. But to, for my therapist to have gotten a sense of <laughs> does, does Frankie by chance have a masculine energy? I'm like, yes, we actually her we call her fuckboy Frankie. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. So for so yeah for Kyra to say so that, it can be I intimidating agree. probably for some guys absolutely. But oh, then yeah. when they when I make them laugh, they're like, oh you you cool because cool. mm-hmm. I get that too. It's like I have <sighs> this face is bitchy. You know what I mean? Like I'm look RBF. like RBF is strong. Yeah. Like if I'm not thinking of, if I'm just like sitting here and look like what's wrong? Nothing, motherfucker. I'm thinking about what I'm about to eat. <laughs> like, like if I'm not like actively smiling, people think I'm upset, and so therefore, I, I mean, yeah, I didn't think you liked me for the longest time. <laughs> you know how many people say that to I me? I still be wondering. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> bitch, I know you here, but yeah. So I, I get that a lot, and I don't be thinking about you, my guy. I be thinking about what I'm gonna eat later. I was like, oh my gosh, she said call her. We're going to the nail salon to get pedicures. <laughs> I saw that. I said, dang, FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> your toes are already done yeah they are I'm good. Um, but yeah so I get that and then like people every time I meet someone and they become my friend or associate they be like damn I thought you was mean as hell I am no but I'm not and so they think that like you cool and then I feel like I get the funny fat girl or whatever like syndrome with it because it's like why you make that face I was, well I mean I don't did you did that did someone call you funny fat girl? You no, or I you just feel that's my okay, that's, You know what's funny? I don't think that's funny. 
I think I'm a funny fat girl. I don't see you funny fat girl. Yeah. Uh, well, I was say I feel like I'm a funny fat girl. Okay, so y'all are oh. not funny fat girls. Y'all funny. FFGs. But <laughs> no. So, okay, but you, okay, okay. Let me take it back. Let me take my words back. But you know how in the movies you I have the mean. girl who's who's a bigger girl or she's or the type not even casting. the pre- not it's even typecasting. Yeah. I feel like that. Not necessarily that I'm fat. I'm hilarious. Don't get it twisted. But it's just that <laughs> I'm that girl that's just there for the comedic relief. She's so humble. Like, I'm so humble. <laughs> I'm hilarious. Like you I just want to let everybody know so she's not the comedian. I'm not, <laughs> that's the part. That's the part. I'm not the comedian. I don't ever think I can do nothing like that. Like I'm funny in the moment. Mm. But what's funny is I say shit that's real and y'all just laugh at it. No, it's it's 100% unfiltered, and that's what's appreciated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, and so I don't want to offend anybody. Like, you know, if you're funny, shout out to you. But I am, <laughs> <laughs> but I am like, I'm not skinny. Like, I might, so I had to have that self too, that self talk too. Like, you're somebody's body goals. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm somebody's body goes. I'm not my body goes. But I mean, titties That's true. I'm that somebody's body goes. I got ass and titties. Like, I have. Whew. Oh, I'm going to say this. In Michelle Buto's stand up, she goes, Y'all never think that you are somebody else's type. type. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that. I ain't found She said so she's a, uh, a, 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 a the, government Beyonce, like yes. government, achievable Beyonce Actually, she was saying, for government employees. She's like, I am not safe at a veteran's <laughs> parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. old men love me. I don't know what it is. They no love teeth. me. I know no, they got teeth. Damn, no, they got that old guy. Frankie had to do with but no teeth. Oh. And I was like, the audacity that he could look at Frankie and think, yup, she would <laughs> say yes. I'm offended for Frankie. <laughs> that he would think that coming to her was okay. And so, like, I get offended when certain men holler at me. I was like, did you really think? I like, I know, like, I'm not ugly. Let me, I, but I ain't the best. But this, why would you think that but you had confident. a chance? It's he the confidence was, for He me. was so old. Uh, he was he black man. He wasn't even that old. I feel he, like he did a little drug, so it made him look a little older. No, yeah, missing teeth. But I was, you know, it was cool, but he came up to me while I'm trying to check out. And he's then like, you couldn't even understand what he's saying because his teeth was gone. Yeah, of course. He, like, he said, what's his name? I was like, what? <laughs> Y'all know I'm the I hot. said, oh, okay. what's your name? <laughs> uh, Frankie. And then he's, oh. I don't know, Frankie, what's Well, he said, oh, good, good, good. No, he's like, no, no. And I was like, now I'm listening because I'm like, what the fuck he want? He was like, I'm like, excuse me, what, sir? He was like, can I get your number? And then Frankie did this awkward ass smile. And she was like, um, no. Yeah, I just. Said, no, and right. then I'm like, Frankie, run out the store. He's gonna chase us because you know, you can, some men you can't turn Here them down. Here y'all go with the, the, you the speculation. I, I, we walked out. We yeah, walked I out for I was on high alert because I didn't have she my gun. She was on high alert, and I was, I was like, like, yo, it's because cool. he might be chasing us to the house. I'm over here in the. Re- I didn't tell Frankie. I'm in the rearview mirror, like making sure because <laughs> you never know. But but just know, Frankie always got you. You I know, don't, I still don't trust her. <laughs> I got. You. That's a, no. Let me let me do it to Alex. You trust me? Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> Grab my thigh and everything. But what y'all just talked about? How you got you got the key to old man? You got the key. <laughs> who else? Who, who African men love? African men. Oh yes, they do. Oh, you yeah, are their type. And then you got who? Who Nobody. like? Girl, white man will do you so hard. But I don't want to <laughs> white man will do you so hard. I don't want to be fetishized by no damn white man. Are you happy? <laughs> like, is that what we want? Are those the goals? Y'all gonna hear my mic get pushed? <laughs> I got over Ken a long time ago. What? A long time ago. I let go of Ken a long time ago. No, I'll die. I never wanted it. I'm I need sorry. him to I'm go through a, a few African-American history studies first before he can talk to me. I just know he has 
a cousin, an aunt, a grandmother, who somebody like down me. the line who do not fuck with black people. Well, hold it's, on. My brother voted for Trump and did not fuck with black people for a while. And he's so, Puerto Rican, my nigga. And he's like, Puerto Rican, <laughs> dark-skinned nigga. It's like... But it's, you know, there's two sides to that spectrum, you know? Absolutely. And I tell people this, it's like, you got the Hispanics that are like, black and brown, we are one, we we all come from Africa. Um, what's that? Manudo <gasps> is chitlins. And then you got the other half. <laughs> and then you got the other half, right? No, I had a parents like, she's like, you know, Manudo is the same thing as chitlins. We all come from Africa. Mm-hmm. We just do it different ways, mm-hmm. and we just speak Spanish mm-hmm. because we got colonized. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you right, black palace. And it's Menudo in Mexico, and in, in Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico, it's mm-hmm. Mondongo. Yeah, it's, it's chitlins, but it's all, I digress. It's all the same. It's all the same. And so, fuck, I forgot what I'm saying. But, <laughs> but, so like, what but yeah, the, the other half. And you got the other half that's like, forget these Negroes. Not even Negroes, niggers with E-R. And like, they think they're different, or they think they're better, or they try to separate themselves from the, city the blackness of Atlanta. or the darkness. <laughs> the city of Atlanta. No, them Florida Cubans. Oh, oh yeah, they're the worst. Yeah, they're the worst. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's not Cuban. She's not Cuban. Alex looked at me like, you're a Florida Cuban, we sorry. But, like, but majority of... Are we sorry, though? Because I saw I saw those rallies. I saw their Cubans concert. For Trump. I saw their concert. <laughs> Latinos for Trump. Trump. <laughs> that's, oh. that's that other half. They want to be closer to the proximity of whiteness. I mean, and you got black people like that, too. Like you said, your brother. They're, you got the closest to proximity so of whiteness. We come with ask. a wet back, but as soon as we get dry. <laughs> and a good old American suit comes on. <laughs> Dry myself off with it. It just depends who handed us the towel. That's who we loyal to. Damn. Damn. You stupid. <laughs> this is for free? For free? Uh huh. See? Okay. America. I, I'm drying oh. myself off if you guys don't, you know. Oh my god. The the I was not prepared. <laughs> you forgot you was gonna say now. Oh no, I wanted to ask though. <laughs> what I did want to ask yeah. is on your census forms, what do you check? I didn't like, fill you, out that you shit. Check Hispanic, but then what is the race that you check after? Black. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Hispanic, but Asian Pacific Islander. <laughs> what? So, no, you didn't, bitch. You lying. You I believe her. You, wait, no, no, no. I'm you sorry. Did it. Right, do you? Uh, I'm on FCAT test on my Florida State testing. <laughs> so y'all want to hear something funny? You know what? My mom Florida always confused them. I'm always my mom always told me to mark other, and I do. Mm, huh. They can't count you if you mark other. That's what I'm saying. And then but my mom not, said they won't have that bias towards me if I'm other if they don't know. That's what I am. the fear but talking. It is. Also, I mark black, but my, my sister on her last job put white. Yeah. The thing is, like, if it's something like the census. Oh yeah, I, it's important for yeah. us to to really identify properly because right. that's how they I'm not funnel. About that. I'm talking about jobs. Yeah, that's how they funnel the money into the communities um, of color. Yeah, but I, I'm talking many. about jobs, mm-hmm. not the census. But, so, no, like, hold on, I but definitely back, check... back to Alex though. Do you really? Put... <laughs> <laughs> hey, huh? I want a clarification yeah, yeah, yeah. on that. Yeah. That's <laughs> random. Do you really put? Because Asian Pacific Islander on everything. I know my skin color is not black. It gets a little darker with the body hair, but. I, I feel some type of way about putting white. I'm I don't like to consider myself white, um, so I go with beige. Yeah, okay. and so beige is Asian. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I thought we oh don't God, condone racism in this podcast. I thought it was another color. <laughs> well, no, like I'm over here looking like you do look or Asian. Like, 
I just, and and, and the thing is, I was so fearful. And I did this like ever since as a child, as I'm growing older, I'm like, oh, let me just check other. But as I got older, I changed Mm -hmm. it to to other. But I wanted to discuss this with my parents, Mm -hmm. but I was so petrified Mm -hmm. because, you know, I, uh, I just, as a Latina, like I just grew up scared of my parents to ask them (laughs) anything about like, and I did not want to sound dumb. Yeah, but yeah. that was just, but that's only been recently that they switched. Like, cause Hispanic used to be a part of the black, white, Hispanic, but then they moved it to it being an ethnicity where mm-hmm. you put Hispanic. Yes. So that's only something that is. But then they the still last. ask so you that. Some of those, those papers are even uh, up. Those documents are updated because st- I still sometimes see it as a race. Yeah, so like that's what I'm saying. It's but just a lot of people a don't thing know the difference. That I feel like now people are like, well, damn, what do I put yeah. as my race? Mm-hmm. If I my identity, mm-hmm. like if my ethnicity is Hispanic, mm-hmm. what then is my race? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people do not understand the difference between race and ethnicity. So mm-hmm. even myself, if I can't say it, I'm not understand. I don't know what ethnicity is. Ethnicity. Um, it's Honduran. Yes. You're Honduran. You're I'm Honduran. Yeah, I'm Honduran. That's your ethnicity. Like, ethnicity. No. The ethnicity, ethnicity is like is where you're from. Hispanic or Latina. Race is how people your, perceive you, like what we said earlier. So, like, when someone sees Mika, they're like, she's black. I thought so too. She, her nationality is American. If she yes. was born in Honduras, her nationality would be, would be Honduran. Honduran. But ethnic, ethnic, Honduran is not an ethnic group. Uh, group. But why not? Maybe South she's American type or, of thing. Or Hispanic. So it falls under Hispanic. Mm. Mm-hmm. I want to. That's the first thing they learn. I want to challenge that. Do it now. Because that okay. was literally like. That Race was and literally ethnicity. A, that's what it is. Okay. So, I mean, this is kind of off topic. But when Whoopi Goldberg got in trouble. <laughs> yeah. This is off topic. When, when okay. Whoopi Goldberg got in trouble for her comments about the Jewish community. Mm-hmm. And uh, she talked about. Uh, was he Jewish? That's the one that's on, race. Wait, that's the, and so she talked about how the uh, Holocaust was race on like white on white and not an ethnic cleansing and i was like and then people got in an uproar about that because judaism is like it's a religion it's but a it's religion. also an ethnicity it's mm-hmm. like hispanic yeah. mm-hmm. but that's not taught anywhere no. it's it's something that should just be common knowledge but i'm like common knowledge to who because mm-hmm. i saw nothing wrong with what mm-hmm. she said because i was like based on the education when we see them race that's what they look like they, 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 look, they look white, white. they're mm-hmm. white they're mm-hmm. white and that's what we perceive them as because that's what they move in the world as mm-hmm. but like i was like based on the education system and how we have always been taught there has never been a separation of jewish and white mm-hmm. there has now been a separation. it was more of because hispanic. of their religion that's it was like it when was you like think you, of the holocaust because you like, don't think oh. of hispanic as a religion mm-hmm. you, but you do think of Ju- a jewish person you think they're like Judean, like mm-hmm. it is their religion, it is their way of life. Mm-hmm. Like you see a Muslim person. Mm-hmm. The propaganda was really fucked up too because it's like so when you think about it being like an ethnicity, um, if you think of it along the lines of it's not the same, but I'm saying if you think of it on the lo- along the lines of race, we're talking about physical characteristics. So during that time, how Hitler and all of them were portraying the like people who were Jewish, they, they were, they were making mockeries of their noses. So they were like, there was propaganda that had really big noses, very big feet. Um, a lot of like maybe hair or something like that. I mean, that were compared to black people also. mm -hmm. And so, um, and so you're right, Crystal, that they wanted the Aryan race and what the Aryan race is to supposedly to make it pure is blue eyes and blonde hair. When your boy was not, he didn't have blue eyes or blonde hair. And that's actually a, um, Damn it! I don't you know, know the word. Trujillo, he, he he a dictator in the 1930s. He ruled for 30 years in Dominican Republic, and he did an ethnic cleansing in Dominican Republic. And he would put white makeup on his face, 
And he was actually from Haiti. Hmm. That self hate is real sometimes. You know what else is self hate? Sammy Sosa. <gasps> that man looks like somebody dipped him in baby powder. Listen, I'm so sorry and put for his, contact for him. his skin loss. But so yeah, how like, has oh. You don't give up all that melanin. So, so real quick, I do want to mention something. You mentioned something about nose, and you, I want to respond to something that wasn't recorded. My mom, love her to death, but she is, oh, she is a more Hispanic-looking woman than I am. But as I was growing up, my siblings are lighter than me. I'm the darkest one of the four, and I was the brunt of every fucking joke. Your nose is so big. Look at her nose. Whenever you laugh, your lips are so big. Your mouth is so big. Look at her. And she would point. And all all my brothers and sisters would look. And they would laugh. See? Every time she laughs, you see it's a big mouth. Oh, she's got a big ass. It's all of the stereotypes mm-hmm. and that conditioning. I mean, of course, I forgave my mom now. And she now knows. Mm-hmm. Like, she called me on some random shit. Random. Mm-hmm. She said, I didn't know you were black. No, I didn't know you had this experience, and it was two, three years ago. And apologize. Which means she didn't know you were. Black. She didn't know. Yeah, because like, I don't know if you want to. My mom did the same, like, not the apology for the black thing, <laughs> but my mom was like, you know, they, both of our mothers are Puerto Rican, and so it's like, my mom's thing is like, you're not just black. So like, when she would see me post things, you know, Black Lives Matter or. Black women are going to change the world or whatever, you know. She'd be like, you're not just black. You're also Puerto Rican. And I'm like, but Ma, you don't understand that that means nothing to a world that only sees black or white. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that and also people are not respectful of uh, Puerto Ricans. They didn't respect the island. They don't. Like, it's, it's turning to shit because of the United States. But, um, so no. So my mom... Explaining it to my mom is difficult because she's not only a Puerto Rican, she's a Puerto Rican, a Puerto Rican who is white passing, who when she moved to the States, she was very young. And so um, she was an English language learner. So I kind of understand that she needed to, what's the word, assimilate. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I get that. And, and, And especially, and I think it happens with a lot of cultures, but it happens a lot in Hispanic culture that when they when you assimilate, you get further further away from the ethnicity closer to and the culture, and you get closer to the whiteness. And mm. you know, I never saw my mother as a white woman or a white passing or anything until I saw myself as a black woman, and I was like, oh shit, mom and I have totally different experiences. And the shit, you know, those characteristics. It was like I think I shared with y'all that she took me to get my hair perm when I was like nine, um, and it was a very traumatic experience. But um, she always had beautiful hair, and my hair was always difficult to manage mm-hmm. and hard to like style. Bah. And she used to hate doing it, and I used to hide the brushes because they didn't know how to fucking detangle my hair. You and know, I was, I had, up. I was fucking tender-headed as shit. Mm-hmm. The only one who knew how to do my hair was my aunt on my black side, and she used to, she used to braid that shit up all the time. But my mom would tell me when I went natural after I stopped perming my hair in my twenties. My mom would tell me, "I miss your hair the way it was." You know, I want to see, I can't wait to see your hair. That's that pretty privilege too. I, I want to see your hair. I can't wait to see your hair. You know, Straight. I miss your hair. And I'm like, mom, this is my hair. <laughs> yeah. This right here, this shit right here, this, this is my, my hair. hair. Right. And then, you know, so, I want to, I'll let you finish, but I want to expand on that with the hair because that's a privilege too. Mm-hmm. It is. Like it with straight is. hair, because like we all work in different spaces and let you come in with your straight hair. Oh, I like your hair. You look so pretty. I like your hair straight. And it's like, 
why I gotta get closer to Eurocentric hair, which is straight, to be considered beautiful or you to notice me? Mm-hmm. Like, what's wrong with my curls? Mm-hmm. Like, why I hate when people make those comments. Oh, I like your hair yeah. straight. Or when someone told me about my locks, what are you gonna do with your hair mm. for the ceremony? So, um, like, I want to follow up with the ethnicity thing. I didn't know this. Your ethnicity refers to your background that includes heritage, culture, religion, ancestry, or sometimes the country you were born in. Right. So I didn't even know any included religion. So when people say Jewish, 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 Mm -hmm. it's not a race, but it's an ethnicity. It's Mm -hmm. both. Characteristics of your culture. Um, Actually, Judaism is both. They're the only ones that are both. That's a religion and a, a race. Is white, even though we see it as white, yeah, and then but um, it's a race. Uh, the black Jews are not right. And I want to give a resource, um, actually, someone else speak because I gotta find well. It. I want to know how pretty privilege like has affected you in work at work. At work. I excelled. Mm. I'm gonna tell you what, when I went to a conference, uh, it was a black women's conference. And a black woman on stage says, If you are pretty, you better be putting on makeup to make it work for you. And I was like, and she was an executive. Yes, at a Fortune 100 company, executive. And she said, she said, you see my body, you see how I look, we're all women in here. Don't get it twisted. You know men will attract to that. So fucking use it. And I said, get the fuck right. Gasp in Spanish. And I was already dressing up, but I said, okay, I'm a really dress up. And I noticed that I got promoted more, I got more opportunities, I got projects funded, I got awards, even even though I do put in my work, but there were other people beside me. Oh. And then I decided to pass on my opportunities to people that were that didn't feel as confident, that didn't feel that they needed to dress up because they wanted to show up authentically. And guess what? They got denied. Projects that got approved. And when I handed it to them, they said, oh, we don't have time to do it. Oh, they're not going to be able. And I said, okay. This it's all is about real. aesthetics. It, a man can show up it, looking it, any way that he wants. It's what looks good on your Instagram. Yeah, it looks mm. better on your Instagram. Mm. I remember it. So I think I, I'm on both sides of that. Like, So on one end, I remember being young and working at McDonald's when I was like 17. And they put me in the drive through window because I was pretty. And she told me that. She told me that I was pretty, I had a pretty smile, and I knew how to talk to people, so they kept me in the drive through window all the time. And I was cold as fuck, because it was Albany, New York, Ooh. and it used to be really fucking cold. So I remember that. But as far as, like, in my adult life, you know, I may not be aware of it right now in this moment. I may go home later and think about it and be like, oh, you know, that was an example. But on the other side of that, I can say that um, when I was a home visitor, um, we served 99.9% Hispanic people, right? And so our program, by policies and uh, guidelines of Head Start, um, had to reflect the community. And so everybody that worked with me was Hispanic, Latino, the people who were the home visitors. The higher-ups obviously were not. But um, the people who were out there in the field were. And so whenever the process was such that when you enrolled a family at their home, they were then assigned to a family advocate, which was me, and there were only three of us. So when they would give them my name, Tamika is going to come back and follow up with you. They'd be like, oh, you know that? You know, and sometimes the parents, you know, because word of mouth is the best uh, referral, right? But so sometimes the parents knew about me because of other parents, so that was good. So I came with kind of like, you know, 
I wasn't coming into a completely cold situation. But in other situations, they did not. And, like, I really had to go out of my way to um, kind of win them over because I didn't look like a traditional Latina. You know, my hair was big. It was curly. And, and they, would, they would always comment on it. They would always comment on it. And I remember that there was a little boy um, that when I walked in, he said the name. It's probably Guatemalan. But he said the Guatemalan word for curls um, to reference me. Wow. But it's the same word as you would use for, like, kink or coil. Um, I can't remember what it was. Um, but as soon as I walked in, he said that word. And I didn't know what it meant. And he was like, ah, you know, whatever. He said the name. And he's like three. And so mom laughs. And she's like, oh, when you're not here, that's what we call you. Wow. <laughs> Just call me the N-word while you're at it. Oh, there are uh, infographics that you can research uh, for if you want to know more about the spectrum of privilege because it's not a monolith and it's not one thing, but um, the intertwined charter is one and you can see a whole wheel of privilege and versus oppression and resistance as well as your proximity to power. And mm. um, it's a beautiful rainbow. So... Uh, that's yeah i feel like we i feel like we covered more than just pretty privilege we covered Absolutely. ethnical privilege uh all of those things uh skin color privilege what's that yeah. what, what's what i'm looking for for that like colorism colorism, colorism but, all yeah. of those things um yeah um anybody want to add any last thoughts i would just say I, like as a black woman or a lighter skinned black woman i get seen as less um <clears throat> aggressive or less Mm. threatening there we go i'm the less threatening black mm. until i start in quotes acting black or i get more assertive and it's like oh oh no and you know then you get white tears and things like that so i don't know if you call it a privilege but that's been my experience that i'm seen as the less threatening black girl because i am lighter skinned mm -hmm. until i start speaking. i think sometimes i try to go out my <laughs> maybe it's too much but i have a friend who told me y'all makes people do that a lot you go real hard to prove you black and it was it was like this thing but where I like want to really sh but you that's your privilege because you can because you're light skinned like I can't prove like she's saying she can't she can in her way prove her blackness because she's the lighter skin but a dark skinned girl could never come into a situation mm -hmm. the way that you do proving your like proving your blackness no. but what I was gonna say I what you know I was responding to that because what I was gonna say was that I have a friend that used to say that. Um, because the example that I was going to give was like, sometimes I feel like when I'm around other women who I know probably, um, maybe they're not, I don't know, maybe they don't have, we don't, we don't have the same privileges. You know what I mean? I try to go out my ways for them to be seen or for them to be tended to properly or from, I even like advocate. I never mind my business. I've done it at the nail salon and everything, like where they try to give them a, a color base that did not look good on chocolate skin and i was like and they were like do you have something that looks better on my nails do you have something that looks better on my, you know for my complexion and the guy was like we use this for everybody and so she was really uncomfortable and then i'm like yo like what she means is that not everybody has the same color nail bed so do you have anything that would blend a little bit more with what her natural nail bed looks like because you're looking at it right now and so her being a, ch a chocolate sister she needed something that was a little bit more on the peachy side because her nail bed was a little bit more... Everybody's looking at their nails. Yeah, right? But I have a, I have, my nail tech understood that because she mixed my, my nail base color for me. This is not it. But I have like a custom color for that reason. 
representation is important. Identity is important. And when you understand your privilege, it's also important for you to give way to somebody else. So that's what I was going to say. I, I, I wanted to make sure I clarified that because I fully recognize that I do have a privilege, that I can show up as a Latina or I can show up as a black woman depending on the day. You know what I'm saying? Depending on privilege. the situation. <laughs> I could speak English if I want to. I could bust out in Spanish and nobody know what the fuck I'm saying too. Yeah. I understand that that's a privilege. I'm not... I try not to parade it in that way because mm -hmm. it wasn't something that I earned. It you was use your it was something for good. Yes. <clears throat> I try, yeah, I definitely try the to, back door. and I try to be aware. You know, I really do try to be aware. So I appreciate even even though I get fit, get to finish. I appreciate you checking me, <laughs> calling me in, checking in before yeah. I finish. But I'm just saying, my bad, my I bad. be aware. I, I came for your first was, 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 like, was like a trigger moment. I was right. like in the crossfire. No, but but that what was triggering was when my friend told me that. Because he was like, y'all always do that, Sean King. Going so hard for black people. Going so, and, then I, and then now I can't get that out of my head, Kyra. I'm looking at Kyra. I can't get it out of my head because every time I think of like somebody who, you know, not all the time, but when I think about some of these people that are going hard, a lot of them are light-skinned or mixed. And I'm like, because, damn, he's right. Because they're able to, they're able to be aggressive. They're more or palatable. Yes. And they're, they're accepted like I seen, They're room. seen as the less aggressive. There you Correct. go. You're right. These men have all, the, have all the dots connected. You are absolutely right. Because I could be, you know, even keel, but let me be dark-skinned. They don't want to hear. Oh my god! I mean, but those meetings on even bitch. men, even men, like a man will take a lot more attitude from you three than they would from me and Chris. Yo, oh, absolutely. Yo, yes. And then, yes. oh, then hold on. I know. Since this. we're going there, yeah, go ahead. It's spicy Latina. Uh, oh yeah, it's, it's a, a turn it's on. A turn on. It's uh, a kink. And I'm a black bitch. I'm angry, right? Oh god. Yeah, when I had long curly hair, I felt like I was really over sexualized. Mm. Like you know. Oh, I just I just love your long curly hair. Cool, we've been dating for two years. Do you love me? Right. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you noticed anything and else? Kind of, <laughs> fuck you. Um, no, like seriously. Uh, so, and and uh, let's go ahead and leave off with this because this is not to say, oh, we're prettier than you and we got more. About no, this is to say we are aware of the privilege, and yes, hearing this may trigger you. And be like looking at my pictures or looking at everybody else's pictures and be like, that bitch. But listen, listen to and look in the mirror and see who do you have a one up on. And Everyone. And how can you help them? And how can you help them? Yeah, that's be an ally. Mm -hmm. Be an ally. How can you help? And if, and if you feel like you are the one who is in need of the help or the support, how can we help or support you? Right. To say, hey, you have privilege. Mm -hmm. Call someone out on their privilege. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that is a great way to wrap up this episode. Um, again, if you ever want to get in touch with us, it is info at kinkedaf.com. That's info at K-I-N-K-D-A-F.com. I am Kyra. You can find me at Kyra Haley, K-H-I-R-A-H-A-I-L-E-Y on Instagram and Facebook. This is Alex Berrios. You can find me at Alex Berrios Comedy on Instagram and Facebook. And this is Crystal. You can find me on Instagram at KT06. That's K-A-Y-T-06. And I'm Mika at Bronxtress. That's B-R-O-N-X-T-R-E-S-S -S on IG. And I'm Frankie, Mr. Steal Your Girl um, <laughs> at Frankie Does Comedy. All right. And we're King, King Does Fuck. fuck.